What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Twilight Nine podcast. This is episode 71. Before we get into everything today, Andy, I'm going to give you the floor. Yes. Uh, so you can, you know, spend 10, 15 minutes talking about uh, your win at the QB. I, mean, I, I think I'm just going to, every year, I'm just going to make a boatload of money off predicting the QB uh, championship of the world. Uh, last week I came on here, of course, and I picked uh, Jason Kokrak and Kevin Na, one of the greatest teams ever assembled in the history of sport. And what do these two gentlemen do? Riley, they went out on Sunday and they Tiger Woods up that course. They had, they, they were on fire on Sunday. I don't know if you saw what they did on Sunday. They had nine straight birdies on Sunday. And I, seven and of which. Not even Kevin a scramble. Na. Not even a scramble. Best Not ball. even a scramble. Two more. And they said, they parred, uh, what they do? They, they, they were five shots back after the par three fifth, and they birdie nine straight, seven by Na, who is just on five, seven birdies from Na. And I just felt like these two gentlemen were going to go down to this event and just kind of be the dorks that they are, super competitive, weird guys, and turn it on when they had to. And they did. They took down Jason Day and Leishman. They fought through those guys. They fought off a field of 12 other people. <laughs> they got me the victory. I mean, last week I was close with Patrick Reed. The week before that, I was close with somebody else. The week before that, Russell Henley welcomed me to this, to this podcast yeah. by screwing over me and my family. And finally, four weeks into joining you on this great podcast, Kevin Na, Jason Kokrak, take me to the promised land. Thank you, gentlemen. If I ever see you, the first beer will be on me. They they beat their or they only lost their scramble score by a shot on Sunday. Unbelievable. Fucking best ball. Tw- that was one of the things that like under on Sunday. They made me remember watching the QBE. These guys are just so fucking good at golf. So good. It's incredible how good they are. Someone tweeted on uh was it the first round on Friday was when they played a scramble. And Leash and Day shot a 56, and they're like, these two guys just shot a scramble 56 on like a 7,400-yard course (laughs) that they've never played. And like that's just how good these guys are at at golf. Just ridiculous. And And the, I mean, I guess for everybody, putting is easier when you know the line. But it is crazy when you give a professional golfer one look at it, and they're like, oh, that only moves half of what I thought. And every they were just walking in 30 footers all over the fucking place on Friday. Ridiculous. ridiculous. And, and I have to give a shout out to my friend Mike Benvenuto, who you do not know, but he texted me on Sunday night and he said, Thank you for picking Kevin Na and Jason Kokrak. I took that bet and I won money. Let's so go. here we are. <laughs> we are we are making a difference in the world of, of humans out there listening to this podcast. We're gonna make you rich. You might lose some money along the way, but when we hit. Every year at the QBE championship, be ready for it because we will step out on that limb on a 12-team field and we will bring you money. <laughs> Mike Benvenuto, spend that money wisely, but Shout enjoy. Benvenuto. What a name. No, I think we're going to get some winners. I can't. It's so frustrating that the golf seat. We just got this all ramped up, brought you onto the show. We're with golf week now, whatever. And now we have to wait like a month before we get like a legitimate yeah. PGA Tour event. Yeah, it's, it's tough. But you see what I'm wearing today. If, 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 if you guys are listening out there, I'm wearing a certain color. Yeah, because it's the color is red. Because it's that week. And we've got a Tiger Woods week, baby. 
sure it's just a father-son championship, but whatever. Nine months ago or so, I thought Tiger Woods was going to die. And thankfully, he did not. And now he's coming back, which you and I have predicted all along that he was We did. The very first episode you were on, I said, I think he's going to play in the PNC. And you were like, if he plays in the PNC, I'm going to be emotional. I'm going to lose it when he comes on the first tee. Well, on Saturday, you get to have yourself a little moment when you sit in front of the TV. My goodness. Can you imagine just in a serious note what it must mean for he and his son just for him to be alive, and now they're going to go play in this tournament that they they loved playing in last year for the first time, and now they get to do it again. I mean, Charlie Woods probably saw his dad months ago, you know, barely able to get out of a wheelchair to get in the backyard. You know, Tiger said he would go in the backyard, get wheeled out to the backyard and lie on the grass just to be outside. And if you're looking at your dad like that, this guy who was the greatest golfer of all time, and you're seeing him just totally broken, you know, physically broken. And you probably thought this was—you'll never get this chance again. Maybe an occasional round here and there with your pops, where he jumps in and hits a wedge or whatever with you. But now you're going to play this tournament again, and there's going to be some tears on Saturday. Yeah, ten months after his accident, and just a year after they did the same thing, playing with—I mean, you know, Charlie's going to—they're going to be with JT and Mike again. There's like no doubt they'll just play together again. It's going to be fantastic. Lacava's on the bag, Joey's on the bag, his son is on Charlie's bag, which I love. They did that mm-hmm. last year. I love that. That's it's going to be a hell of a weekend. And it sucks that it's only two rounds. It's probably a good thing that it's probably only two rounds because who knows how much Tiger could do back-to-back days like that. Um, I can't fucking wait for this weekend. I, I just uh, – it's going to be interesting. Like you said, I think last week how Charlie's going to hit a lot of the, the tee shots you know, like he did last year and put them in positions where he can just tell his dad, you don't need to play. You don't need to hit your tee shot. Yep. So uh, it's just going to be fun to see – how good Charlie's gotten over the past year. Um, and then it's just Tiger Woods back on a golf course. We can't, we, we take things for granted too often in life. And that's what I thought when I saw his car, when it was that's that day, I was thinking, man, you know, we've been able to celebrate this man for so many years and he's given us so many fun memories on, you know, Sundays time and time again. And I thought that might be taken from us and here he is back and it's just a father son, but we shouldn't take these things for granted. And it was, it was crazy. The day that he announced it, um, which was crazy up uh, coming up to that noon announcement. You could kind of like feel the way he was at the hero world challenge, like at the range, you could kind of tell it was coming. Like it mm-hmm. wasn't like a huge news drop, but I caught myself like thinking about the accident day and like for a pretty like substantial portion of that day, I thought he was going to die. Like yeah, I thought I- we lost tiger a very like after what happened with Kobe and all that kind of stuff. I thought the same thing with Tiger. Luckily, it didn't happen. And it is inc- it really is incredible that 10 months after that, he's just going to be on TV again playing golf with his son. It's a very fitting thing that he's back playing with Charlie and his best buddy, JT. Yeah, it's perfect. And, and yeah, I was the same way like that day. Like everyone was like, they would bring people on Golf Channel and they're like, what do you think this is going to mean for his career? And like, we didn't know like how he was like just if he was going to live. And like that wasn't the time to talk about his golf career. We just wanted to make sure that he was going to live and be with us because we've just lost too many, you know, too many stars and too many people over the years. And so it's, it was great that he's coming back and uh, man, I, I can't wait. I can't wait to see what he's like physically. Uh, we just, just, just out there having fun with his son. It's going to be great. Yeah. It, it just like, it's just a perfect recipe of everything. His swing looks really good. He gets to take a cart, which I think is huge. I don't think he would have played in it if he had to walk the entire time. Uh, I can't get over how good his swing looked at the Hero World Challenge. When he came on the back range, it was 
incredible how good a swing looks. So I can't wait. So we'll get into the PNC a little bit later. Um, you did spend an afternoon in a nice um, drink bill at TPC Sawgrass though last week. Yeah, so I, I live down here in Jacksonville, Florida, Jack's Beach area. And my cousin was in town. We went and played golf over at the golf course that is right next to TPC. So we go over there. I'm like, hey, let's get a pop after uh, after our round over at TPC, show you around the place. And so we get in through the security. We go up to that huge clubhouse. The clubhouse, I don't know if you've ever been there. It's just like, it's stunning. Like when you learn, when you come around the corner and you got you got the first fairway there on the on the first tee box on the right, and you drive up the hill and you got the clubhouse there on the left. And uh, you got all the parking spots in the front that, is, that have plates up to say tour players only. <laughs> so you got to park <laughs> down the hill. And so you know, my cousin's never been there. I've never played the course. We get, I came close to it a few weeks ago getting a tee time, but it didn't happen. And just go up there, get a beer, uh, sit out on the back patio, look out at the course. You can see 18 fairway coming up from the, from the patio. There's a Christmas tree out there, which is so nice. You know, get a get two IPAs for twenty six dollars. I mean, where where can you get a thirteen dollar IPA? You know? <laughs> so we sat out there. And if you ever go to Sawgrass, let me give you a tip. And you're, if you're not playing, but you still want to see the seventeenth hole, eighteenth hole, go down to the cart guys, get out a twenty dollar bill, and say, "Hey, is there any way that you can take me down to the seventeenth hole so I can get a look at it?" Hand that guy a twenty dollar bill and then jump in the cart. He'll take it right down. That's what we did. We went right down there course was open some people were playing on it we got to get, get our pictures taken behind the 17th they're building up all the uh, stands already uh so it was just it was very cool and the course is like it's immaculate <laughs> like they could play the players championship there tomorrow just from the one video you posted on twitter i mean it literally looked like it was prime time the tournament was next week yeah and as a former uh cart guy i worked at a private course in tampa for a couple years as a cart guy if you give us money we will do whatever you want yeah, so I've been there before. If you tip me twenty or thirty dollars, I'll take you wherever you want. Doesn't yeah, I was there before with a friend of mine, and I didn't have any cash on me, so I've, I've got the the kids Venmo and just sent a Venmo. So there, there's if you don't have cash on you and you feel like you can't tip Venmo, you can do it. it just you know tip tip people out and they'll take you where you want to go. There's be always a, good a way to give cart guys money. That's 17th hole. When you're out there and the tournament's not going on, like the past two times I've been out there was when the course was closed down, so there was nobody out there. It was just myself. Uh, our boss, uh, Nate Scott, was with us, and Gabe, our video guy. And it was just the three of us, and there was no one else on the golf course. And it was just wild to stand there on the 17th tee, and then we got to go on the green and just think about all the history that's happened there, all the noise that happens there, you know, for four days out of the year. And just, it was like, it was kind of like being in like an old Boston garden with nobody in the crowd. You know, it's just like, this, it was this, as a golf dork, like I'll, I love going out there. And yeah, it's like sta- it's like literally like standing on the mound at Fenway. Just like, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah some I, shit's I saw, happened out here. Yeah. I've seen concerts at Fenway with like I've had field seats. So you get to like lean up against the green monster and have a beer before. And you're like, this is pretty goddamn cool. Yeah. Like as a sports dork, like doing those kind of things and being, being able to see us shit. It's just like it, it's incredible. And, and you are talking like in baseball terms. I mean, Sawgrass is like one of the Fenway or Wrigley's like of golf courses in America. Like it's Sawgrass, yeah. it's Augusta, obviously, and then Pebble. Um, yeah, every, everyone knows the seventeenth hole. Tory, maybe you'll hear my thoughts about Tory when we get to the farmers. I'm not a huge fan. Um, yeah. Everybody that listens to the show knows that. But I mean, it's one of the big top five courses, most like historic courses, probably in America. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's everyone knows the 17th hole, but I also like standing. They get to stand behind the 18th tee 
and like just looking out of that water on the left and like the guy tells you what tree is the aiming point and where they go and like you can see why so many guys bail out right into those trees or bail out right into the hills there along along there because that water is so massive and it's just like saying like hey just pull hook you know pull hook driver in here like it is it is incredible what pete Dye did with that golf course uh, rory made like a 12 at that hole last year when he missed the yeah. cut. it was awful we, we talked about uh we talked about Justin Thomas's ball shaping, I think, last week or two weeks ago. And I was thinking yep. about that the other, night when was, the other day when I was standing on that tee and thinking about like that hooded five wood that he hit down there, <laughs> like the guts that it would have to stand on that tee and go, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm just going to hit this hooded five wood and have it race along the water all that I way. I don't think the finisher at Sawgrass gets enough credit for just being a fantastic closing hole to a golf tournament. Yeah, because you just it's walk so off good. 17. You walk off 17 of like all that like adrenaline, that huge like theater of 17. And you're like, oh, all right, we got through that. What do we got to do now? Like, don't hit it left. And, and then also on the approach, don't hit it left. Like, uh, even the approach shot, like the water's not out of play on the approach shot, especially if you find the shit in the trees. Yeah. And, like, the, the, yeah, if you go in the trees and you're punching through there, like, par is not is not a guarantee. So it's a, it's an amazing final two holes. It really, even six, it, 16 is so cool too. 16 looks so, you know, 16, so many huge shots have happened there on Saturdays yeah. and Sundays. So many swings and like just the, and also the way like when you come up 16 fairway and you do look over at that green, it's, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. It's probably one of the best, like close last three holes of a golf course. So 16 can be a little bit of a gift usually when you find the fairway, cause it's probably an easy birdie. Um, and a, a, obviously a bunch of Eagles made, uh, Brooks Kepka made an albatross a couple years ago, if you remember that. Um, yeah. and then to be walking up and having to stare 17 in the face and then already starting to think about 18. God, I can't even imagine what that is. Yeah, it's cool. So if you ever come down, if anyone ever comes down to Jacksonville area and, and you don't have a tea time, cause they're like, it's like $700 to play that course. Yeah. Like, <laughs> ridiculous. $700. Just, uh, go up there and get a drink and tip a guy 20 bucks and go Would down you, there. so you haven't played? I haven't yet, but you but played Pebble. Yes, yeah, Pebble. Would you, is what, what, I think Pebble's what, 500? Yeah, it was 499 when I played it. 499. So would you rather pay 499 for Pebble or seven for Sawgrass? 499 for Pebble every yeah. time. Yeah, me too. Pebble's incredible. Yeah. I've never been to either, but I would go to Pebble first. I've, like, I'm not, I think I, it's I'm, kind of a no brainer too. Yeah. I'm not one to like pay exuberant green fees, but we were up there on a guy's trip and, you pay the four ninety nine in the clubhouse. Like, oof, that was a lot of money. And we also got caddies, so we walk out. And like, damn, we just dropped a lot. And you hit your first tee shot, and you're walking down that first fairway without a club in your hand, and you're at Pebble, and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, this was this was worth it. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> this, this true. And we teed off at Pebble on a on a Friday at like three in the afternoon in June. So we walked up eighteen, and the sun was coming down. The ocean was so calm, and you know, it's just eighteen at Pebble Beach. It was incredible. Fucking ridiculous. What was your favorite hole at Pebble? Uh, <laughs> oh, easily. Well, I was gonna say seven because I didn't listen to my caddy and I put it in the ocean. Too. I remember, yeah, I remember you but no, my easily my favorite hole on Pebble is eight. Um, that approach yeah. shot from up top, oh, you, it's just like you hit like a 200 yard club out there, and then I have like 165 in, but you're hitting over a cove, and it's just like you're standing like I had, my friends were going before I was, and you just sit there and you look at like I'm about to hit this little round ball through the air over a cove on the grass. Like this is just the coolest game in the world. And uh, it's just like that second shot. Every time the tournament's on, it's just, it, it, I, I just can't get enough of it. I think Jack called that the best second shot in golf. I think that yeah. was Jack. It's, it's easily the, the best. Uh, like I hit seven iron over that and over the pin and uh, ended up making bogey, but it was the best. It was a very enjoyable bogey. I take a bogey on eight. 
Yeah, I mean, I didn't duck it into the uh, into the cold, which was nice. True. Well, we can circle back to the QBE a little bit because I got a couple questions for you. One, um, I don't know if you're a big Jason Day guy. I used to be a big Jason Day guy. Um, I thought he sounded cool when I was a kid, which Mm -hmm. he still does. That's not inaccurate. He sounds fantastic. But um, how'd you like him playing some pretty good golf this weekend? Because he looked good and he hasn't looked good in a while. He looked good. He hasn't looked good in a while. And Jason Day, like, you know, we're on these season long um, pools. And like Jason Day is the kind of guy, whenever I pick him, I used to pick, I don't pick him very often, but when I do, um, I was like, oh, I know his back. Like, I, you know, I've had back injuries in the, in the past. And like, this could be a guy that pulls out after a round or two because he's just been limited by his back. So I, that's why I always think of first when I think of Jason Day. I mean, he was dominant years ago when he became like the number one player in the world, one of the major. Um, and so it's got to be like I, I it's got to be so frustrating for a guy like him to be so good at golf and just not have his body be able to do it for him. So I, you know, it's always good to see him play well. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's just got to be entirely frustrating to have that kind of career because everything about his game is just so good. So good. He's a good wedge player. He can hit long irons as high as anybody in the world. Like when I think about good long iron players, I think of Rory and Jason Day because they can hit it so fucking high and it just cam- comes down on the green like a pillow. And then he's obviously, he's been one of the best putters in the world for the last like 10 years. He just looks like one of those guys when he's over the ball on the green, it just looks like it's going to go in when he's like, he's got a 20 footer. He's such a good putter, but I love Jason day. It's good to see him um, playing good. When he had that dominant stretch years ago, he, I mean, he, he was like untouchable. Yeah. Was that 2015? Didn't he win like five times in one year or something ridiculous like that? Yeah, and looked like he was going to be like that forever. Like that one year, he he and Adam Scott were trying to become the first Australian to to win the Masters. Like he was right there down the stretch on Sunday. You're like this guy is going to have this monster's career, and then that, that game of golf and his body that just the two of them combined to just show you that how how hard this can be. I I think in golf that happens more than any other sport where a guy comes up and it looks like he's going to be the next best player in the game for the next ten years, and it's it lasts for eight months and then he's gone. Yeah, it's wild. I mean, it low-key, unless he, like, gets back in gear, like, it low-key happened to Brooks Kepka, too. But we're not going to talk about that. Yeah, he did win, what, four majors, though? Yeah, but I, that's what I mean, like, in a couple-year span. And then... Yeah. Uh, how many times? So, we won the Farmers in 2015, the RBC Canadian Open, the PGA Championship, the Barclays, the B and the BMW, and then won the Arnold Palmer that next March, the match play that May, the players that May. Like, Huge. with... That's in a span of <laughs> holy in 18 months, he won like eight times and just monster events, monster like that, events. You know, like the players is big, obviously. Match play is like turning into one of the bigger tournaments. Arnold Palmer is always one of the better tournaments. BMW is a playoff event, mm-hmm. PGA Championship. Fuck, Farmers Insurance Open. That's crazy. I don't know if I've ever looked at this before. No, I won the PGA where it uh, was that Whistling Straits. That was, damn, you know what? That's a good question. I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah. I believe it was. Oh, my God. I can't find it. I saw him. Where, where, where was he? Yeah, was, Whistling Straits. You're right. He was at the Open in uh, Seattle, at which I'm going to call it, um, when he collapsed, like, on a par three. His back went out on him. And, like, it's just like, he just, it, it just oh, seems like he always could be, like, that one swing, swing away from not being able to, to swing a golf club. Yeah, because I remember a couple of years ago, I bet on him at the um, Arnold Palmer 
any WD because I was following him. I was there that year and I, he, I watched him like call over a cart and leave. I'm like, Oh fuck. Yeah. There you go. He and uh, Louis Oosthuizen are two guys. Whenever I put in their names for my pool, I'm like, Oh, they, they, they might not make it through the week. Right. Yeah. (laughs) They might not make it through the week. Um, what'd you think about, and I've been on this train for a really long time. And I think the QBE shootout would be the perfect opportunity for them to do this is a mixed event. Yes. Watching Bubba and Lexi was so fucking cool all weekend. Yeah. It was awesome. They should do that. It's a no-brainer of a, of a thing, you know, for mixed It's a event. no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. And what was it? The Europe, European tour did it this past year where they had the men and women playing the same course in the same tournament, just different tees. And that was pretty damn cool. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Like – Lexi and Bubba, they played well, too. Lexi was draining putts. and Hell, yeah. yeah. And she usually doesn't, which is the surprising thing. But Yeah, I would love to see. Like, the court is out there. Like, it would just be, it'd be so – it's a no-brainer. Like, watching, like, the pair that comes to mind just because the Olympics, I'm writing something on how to make the Olympics a little bit better for the year-end stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I imagine, like, Xander and Nelly Corder just, like, on a team in a tournament. Or, like, Jordan Spieth and Lydia Ko or something crazy. Like, that yeah. would be much-watched TV. People usually don't really watch the QBE shootout. Like, I didn't turn it on that much over the weekend. If it was a mixed pair event and you get the best players in the world on either side, it'd be one of the bigger tournaments a year. And a fantastic way to end the season, too. Yeah, I mean, it all makes total sense. I mean, it's not this gigantic tournament and you want to bring right. eyes to it. 10 teams, it 12 teams. Yeah, make it different, make it fun, make it something we don't see every week in golf. Uh, and, and, you know, it's, it'll be much more enjoyable, I think. I think so, too. It'll be so much fun. Yeah. Um, I do have to ask. I don't know if you're in the you're a big equipment guy. Uh, did you see did you see the new uh, TaylorMade driver that's coming out? The Stealth? Yeah. What are they like carbon wood or something like that? Yeah, they're doing the they're doing this like carbon, like a full carbon face. Like I saw the bottom of the club. I'm like, oh, I need that. That looks looks so sick. And then I saw the face of it and it's like red, which looks, I think, kind of weird. I don't know. I feel like I would need to see it in person, but it's very like, it's different for sure. I don't know if it's good and I don't know if it's bad. Very tailor-made. Very tailor-made. They they went through that run where they were putting out drivers like every six months. Yeah. You know, when they had rocket balls going back in the day and then rocket balls, one rocket balls, two R one R it's like telling me every four months, like here's a new driver you got to use. You're going to get 17 more yards. And like, if we keep doing this math, I'm going to be hitting my driver like 700 yards. <laughs> I'm just going to wait till 2025. And I'm going to be fucking launching it. But I watched a YouTube video with this guy who took um, a tailor-made head. He, he's a tailor-made player and he took his tailor-made heads from the R one to the, uh, the latest one. What's that blue and white one called the new one that, that's out. Oh, the sim? Yeah, the sim. So he took uh he took he had like nine different tailor-made heads and same shaft, put them on the same shaft, hit like five, ten balls with each, and had all those numbers. And the R1 outperformed all of them from like 2011. So my thing with drivers is like it's it's sexy to be like, I gotta get this brand new driver. But when you bring it out on the golf course, is it really gonna have that much of an impact on your game? No, I've never thought that. I think the more, the most interchangeable or no, the least I think is driver. Like if you have a driver within the last like five to six years, I think you're 100% fine because amateur golfers aren't dialed in like that. And surprisingly, um, when I used to help fit people, um, back in my club days, uh, it's a lot, it's shaft more than, and more than what club it is. 
Yeah, it's total shopping. Like I have friends that'll just go buy a driver off the off the uh, in the store and not even like even think about shops. I'm like, yeah, I just picked this off the rack. It's a 10.5 degree. Blah blah. blah. I'll go hit it. And it's like, man, you didn't. You need to get fitted for that thing. Shaft is everything. Shaft is everything. And people do not think about it. The shaft is everything. Just spend 30 minutes and go get fitted by somebody, and you'll gain 10 yards. And it doesn't. You could use a club that's six years old. Yeah. I just I just got a I just got a recently new driver and because uh, I had an R one and it was I've had it forever is that old white one with the orange lines on it yeah, yeah. and uh, I just wanted I just wanted some new new technology and like the the, the Callaway I'm just using I have a Callaway Maverick now and this, I just love the sound it makes coming off the face of it yeah I've always liked Callaway I got an M five um, mm-hmm. and I do have to admit I've never had a driver that you could adjust the um, like where the weight is. Yeah. And I usually try to hit a draw off the tee and my miss is like a big hook. So I put a little bit more like fade bias on it mm-hmm. and it actually like works. I've never been like a huge guy on that kind of stuff, but I've loved it. I mean, I can't hit driver anyway. I'm the worst driver yeah. on the entire planet. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, when, I do like adding, when they started adding that to drivers where you could change the head and stuff like that, that's good if you can be like, very like precise, be like, this is how it's going to be. But I've had friends who are like, I just got to adjust it this way. Now I got to try it back this way. <laughs> like the more thought <laughs> this club can make you have, like it's, it's not good for you. It's it's good for people that like understand what they're like touching and changing. Yeah. It's not good for people that have no idea. And they're like, no. I think this might help. Oh no, I, I hit that one ball bad. So I'm going to change it back to the other way. And I'll so, set it just, up so the face is more closed. I'll say, yeah, 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 yeah. We're open. What's going on? Here? It's like your swing is what's going on. Here. Yeah. <laughs> Every time you change it, you're changing your swing also. Cause that one swing didn't work. Yeah. So, I don't know, but the driver looks sick. So looks hopefully sick, yeah. it does look golf. good. Golfing right now. We got a story on it. Looks, it looks beautiful. Yeah, it does. It does look all, all black. I think it's black and red, right? I think is what they're going with. And if TaylorMade, if you're listening out there, we'll gladly uh, take two of those drivers. Yeah, I'll try them out. If you can hear um, sirens in my... Can you hear that? No, but I know that you have a fire going on. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> before, before we started, the, before we got on the call, I was like, Andy, there is a full-blown fire across the street and we're just going to battle through so if you can hear sirens that's because fire trucks are going by and i told you that this uh podcast is lit it is it's lit (laughs) it's It's literally lit it is it really is uh i do want to so touching on my personal game actually how did you play during your your uh weekend or your week excursion I uh, played, I'm starting to pick up my game a little bit. I'm starting to find some things. You know, I'm not a great golfer. I'm not a bad golfer. I can go on streaks where I get a bunch of pars, miss some birdie putts and end the round with a 92, or I can go 103, or I can go 84. I shot the other day, my best round of my cousin the other day, I shot an 87 and I and I four putted a par three. You shot what? I shot an 87 with a four putt on a par three. Oh, Jesus. And the, the drive from the par three to the next hole, you have to go across the street. It takes a while. Like the, the thoughts that I had in my head were dark, <laughs> very honest. <laughs> you know, you got to get up that next tee and shake it off. But were you, were you driving the car or were you passenger? It, I think it's worse when you're the passenger and you got a long drive and you just start thinking about it. And you're you just like, got to sit there and stew it. Fucking idiot. Yeah. But uh, I was hitting the ball well and I figured out something. I don't even know. Like you're a much better golfer, much better thinker of the game than I am. Um, here's my easy tip that's helped my game in the last couple weeks to hit crisp shots. It's simple. 
And tell me if I'm an idiot or not. Please be honest with me. Okay. Before your house catches on fire, just make this be the last thing. It's can you still hear them? Can you still? <laughs> They're everywhere. Oh fuck! Watch the ball. Watch your club hit the ball. I have a tendency to lift my head, lift my eyes, the two, like, and just that one little movement. If I if I keep my head down, and I see the club hit the ball. I'm making a, a. I'm more often. I'm making a crisp strike with the, with it. And same with putting, like little eight footers. You see people miss those all the time. Just don't even watch the ball go in the hole. Just hit your putt and keep your head down and, and just don't lift up. Yeah, when I used to coach uh, people, um, in my past career, that was one of the drills that we used to do on the greens. It's like we're yeah. gonna hit ten foot putts for the next ten minutes. You're gonna not move your eyes and you're just gonna stare where I put the ball. It is a difference. It makes a difference. It, it's a huge difference for a lot of people because they want to see it go in. It leads to a lot of pushes because you're like following the ball out. Just staring at the ground after you hit a putt, it will help you. And then, and then, yeah, uh, some, I mean, with staring at the ball that does, ha- I mean, you look at Brooks Kepka, he keeps his head down. I think more than anybody I've ever seen. It's crazy how long his head stays down on the golf ball. But then mm-hmm. you also look at guy like, he's obviously way more talented than we are, but like DJ doesn't even look at the ball half the time that he's yeah. hitting it. Yeah. It's just one of those with one of those things. It's just total, total like personal preference. And that's the drill Tiger used to have on the greens, right? Before rounds, you'd see him knock it in six footers and not even looking up, Yeah, you know, yeah. keeping that head down. And with those little four footers for par or whatever, you know, I know you want to like look up and be like, who is it going in? Like once you hit the ball, like there's nothing you can do. Like you don't even need to look at it. By you looking up is not going to help. So keep the head down, knock that four footer in, and avoid four putts. <laughs> yeah, don't four putt. They're not I, fun. I remember I was watching an interview with Kiz once, and this is one of the best putters in the world. Legitimately, one of the best putters in the world. So much. And I think when he he said when he gets to seven feet or eight feet, it was a much shorter distance than I thought. Mm-hmm. He's like not necessarily looking at the hole. Right. A lot of the amateurs, when they get to like 30 feet, they're just staring at the hole. They're like, I need to make this shit. Just put a two, just put a foot, two foot circle around the hole. Just make the hole big. Like one of those like foot soccer goals. You ever seen those? Yeah. Around the hole and just try to putt to that area. And at 10 feet or out, if it goes in great, if not, you have a tap in for your next putt. That was one of the things I changed my game too. Cause statistically, I think when you get to I think it's like seven feet on the PGA tour. Those guys only make half of those. Right. And so, so amateurs look at every 20 foot putt and like, man, I need to make this fucking thing. And yeah. they run it eight feet by and they wonder why they three putts. Like, bro, even on the tour, the guys make 50% from like eight feet. Yeah. There's so many little ways to, to, to clean up your game like that, to do that. And to also club up on your approach shots, right? You're like, Oh, I hit this seven iron 175 all the time. Like maybe you don't, you probably don't, you know, no, you probably don't. That's probably the the one time you hit it flush, you hit it 175 and you've done it yeah. one time in your entire life. Please hit a six iron. Cause you're not going to hit it that good. And if yeah. you hit it great, good for you. You hit a good golf shot. It just went over the green. Yeah. Chances are you're not going to like most amateurs aren't blowing shots over the green, right? They're all coming up short, a lot of short, short yeah. right? Short left in the bunkers. Like just pick club up one and and you're even if you miss hit it, it will go over that bunker and onto the green. You know, yeah. like you know. And one of the one of the big things, sorry, we're getting off a, a this is a real self, on, this is this is reflection right here. But this is what happens you know, when we're just we only have a father-son tournament coming. Yeah, we have a 20-person field to talk about. Um another big thing, quick tip for you. If when next Please. time you go to the range, because you live in Florida, I live in New Hampshire, although it is like 40 degrees out here. Ooh, man. Climate change. Shout out climate yeah. change. Um, 
it's even warmer right now in your neighborhood. Next, yeah, it's yeah, for, yeah, for real. Um, the next time you go to the range when you're hitting balls, don't think about hitting the ball. Is another thing I used to tell people all the time because a lot of people they try to like, especially like hockey players and baseball players. When you hate a baseball, you're trying to hit that thing. Like you're staring at that baseball and you're trying to hit that bitch. Hockey puck the same way for a slap shot. In golf, I've learned that when I tell people to almost feel like they're swinging through the golf ball instead of hitting the golf ball, it helps them a lot because those big ass divots go away. You don't come in super steep when you're trying to swing through it and not hit it. That also helps. So you can take that one. That's a freebie for you. You can have it. There's another thought. I'm going to go to the range today after work. So there's another, some more thoughts I can have when I'm out there. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. Well, after all that, we can get into the PNC now, I guess. Let's go. Um, the PNC is going to be awesome just because of Tiger, but we also get to watch JT's there. Um, mm-hmm. Fall those coming out of the booth. Yeah. I saw that. I was reading your uh, previews. Uh, Sings in it. Mm-hmm. Who else? I got a full list. Let me go. To, let me, let me rattle off some of these names. The dailies are in it. Bubba, Bubba and, Bubba and his uh, father-in-law, right? Father-in-law, Wayne, yeah. David Duvall, uh, Gary Player. Shout out Gary Player, you scumbag. Yeah. Um, Henrik Stenson, Jim Furyk, John Daly, Little John Daly. Little John Daly, Loki might be a better golfer than John Daly already, but we can talk about that later. He's now in college, too. He's big John Daly. Yeah, Arkansas. Yeah, I think old. he's a freshman at Arkansas. JT, Lee Trevino, um, Cooch. Faldo, Nick Price, Harrington, Stuart Sink, Tom Watson, Tiger, VJ Singh. And I'm more excited about Nellie Corda. Yeah. Uh, she's so good at golf. It's unbelievable how good she is. But I think in this scramble format, I think her kind of game is going to be very good for it because she just hits every fairway and every green, and they're going to have a putt for birdie almost on every single hole. I think the quarters are going to do really good. The Corda family is just an astounding family. Just they, so Are they so- the best family in America? They have to be. Like they they just, have an argument. Top five family in America. Right. Their brother's a great tennis player. Professional tennis player. Yep. Like I remember like they were talking about all three of them going to the possibly going to the Olympics last year. Like the quarters are very athletic. Very good. I know. I'm looking up the golf rankings right now. Cause is it is quarters, is, is Nell's one? I think she might have lost it there in that she's one. She is. Yep. And She's one. Where's her sister? I'm not going to lie. Her sister's further down than I thought she was going to be. She's like 12 or 13, somewhere in there. Oh, is she? Did I just miss her name? 22. 22. Okay. So she was 12, I think, around the summertime. Yeah. I think she she won the first event of the year, which might have been one of the reasons why she was a little higher. I think she won their like uh, tournament of champions or whatever they call it on the LBJ yeah. tour. But the quarters might be the best family in America. Uh, Nell's is so fucking good at golf. So good. So good. Um, before you came on the show, she was like, she's a T9 favorite. She's so good. She's fire. Yeah. Which I mean, like I picked Rory and Nelly, one of the two, two of the best golfers in the world. Who cares? doesn't matter. Whatever. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, doesn't matter. Um, the golf course is a very like resort style golf course. Ritz Carlton golf club, par 72, 7,106 yards. That obviously depends on the player. Charlie Woods is not going to be playing from 7,000 yards. So neither Nelly court is not going to be doing that either. Um, been the PNC host since 2002 wide fairways. Uh, the greens are subtle, a little undulating, but like nothing crazy. That's why the winning score through two rounds last year, I think was what 25 under JT one at. So, I mean, it's going to be really, really low. They play scramble the entire time. 
And uh, typical, if you're listening to this, yeah, I'm about to get on you for a second. <laughs> uh, you guys don't have odds on your website yet. Oh, come on, we need some. So I don't know how we're supposed to talk about this, but what I can tell you is if you're an American, if you live in this country, I do, yeah. And you don't bet on Tiger Woods this weekend. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. I don't care if you think you, they're going to come in last. You put money on Tiger Woods. Throw some money on a Tiger for America. If it's a $10 bet at plus 600, whatever it is, mm-hmm. win 60 bucks if they win. Don't be a scumbag and don't bet be on Tiger man. Woods. That's going to be the title of this episode. Don't be a scumbag, bet on Tiger Woods. Don't be a scumbag. Just don't. <laughs> bet on Tiger Woods. Yeah. Fuck it. Who Fine. cares? I bet on Kevin Kisner and Max Homa last weekend. That's they right. actually played pretty well. Top five. Which, mm-hmm. shout out, Tipico, you didn't have top five bets. I said I was going to bet on top five. It was never available. But they played okay. You could have been a winner like I was. So shut, I could have, but I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't. My picks came in second, didn't they? Didn't Billy and uh, what's-his-face come in second? Yeah. Wasn't a big yeah. one I went out on to bet on those guys. But what are you do? I still can't believe we got a Tiger Woods weekend coming up. It's fantastic. It's such a – like a easy event to watch too like it's not you know, it's just like you sit back and you're just like it's just a, a what they call it a hit and giggle you just a watch hit and it giggle and giggle it is one of those tournaments you kind of just put it on tv and just enjoy like there's no stress to it it really doesn't matter it's just yeah it's, it's, just fun. it's one of those tournaments too like even like last week's was where like if you don't catch it live and you're just like looking for something to watch at like 7 30 when you're bored or something and you're going out you just throw on and watch it for a few holes you know it's already on and you're like all right i'll just watch two or three holes of this see what's, yeah see what's going on out there yeah, I can't wait. I just can't wait to see Tiger, man. I What's just, your favorite Tiger Woods moment from his career? Um, uh, I think it's really hard to beat 2019. Right. Um, damn, that's a good question. You probably have a better answer because, no offense, you're older than me. Sure. Yeah. So, like, in his prime, I was like four. Yeah. Or I don't want to say prime. He's been in his prime for, or he was in his prime for a long time. But like in 2001, I was four years old. Yeah. When was the when was the Nike ball? Was that 2006 at the Masters when it hung on the side? Oh, the chip. Uh, yeah, that's a good one yeah. too. I don't know. I also think when he won at Tory on on half a leg, that was pretty badass too. I mean, it's still every time they show that putt on 18 that he sunk to get the playoff, like. That they wasn't. Show, a, they show Rocco in the media center. Like you got to be fucking kidding me. That was an easy putt to miss. Like that's that wasn't like with all that pressure with all. Yeah, those, wasn't it? Like it was like a twenty else. foot putt on yeah, past Palum greens that would get bumpy as shit by the end of the afternoon. Yeah, bumpy all day long. A little bit of break <laughs> on it. You know. Yeah, you make this and you force a playoff. You miss it, you lose. And he every time he shows every time he show that putt, I'm like, oh yeah, like I'm like, oh my god, it's got to go in. It's wild that those playoffs. Are they no? I think they changed it. Used to be eighteen holes. Yeah, and you got to come back like, for a whole other day. They even went like nineteen, or they went like twenty three the next day, or something. Wow! Like and didn't Rocco wear red and black on that red day? And black. Jackass. Yeah. yeah. So but self that un- that's just self unawareness. <laughs> <It's> yeah. <like> what? <laughs> he said he wanted to do it, like send a message. I was like, yeah. But I think he part of the reason I think he said that he didn't think Tiger was going to do it again on a Monday. Yeah, that was a thing too. I remember it being like, "What's is Tiger gonna wear red today?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. What an idiot! But I was, uh, 
2019 has got to be it's got to be mine as same as yours like it was just like a magical like even like that saturday when he was like making his move and like remember he hit that shot on 14 out of the trees and he came running out and like a cop yeah. went sliding into him and you're like god damn it don't injure tiger Woods. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, is he limping is he okay and like saturday night he's in it and you're like oh my god and then sunday they had to push the tee times up because of weather and you're up at like you know it's just a special sunday at the masters watching it you know in la i was watching it like nine in the morning eight in the morning maybe yeah. earlier than that and uh because yeah, they teed off like nine eastern i think because it was almost it was right. it was done by like lunchtime like it was just the masters was over by lunch yeah they, uh masters has it on youtube a five and a half hour final round video <laughs> yeah. i was watching it I last remember your twitter you were like <laughs> i just had it on in the background you were live like, tweeting a, uh, a two and a half a year old event <laughs> no one <laughs> no one in the world asked for that i don't even care like I was just watching, like, God damn, I forgot, like, all these little bits and moments, like, when they show him on 11, he hits it down that, he hits it down on the right in that tunnel, and he gets yep. their look in, and while he's down there, he's watching Brooks and, uh, uh, who is it, Brooks and Poulter, Tony. Their, oh, 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 yeah, they put, yeah. Their, they put their tee shots in, and then Tony put his tee shot in, and he realized the wind is up just a tad, he's got to hit his eight iron to the middle of the green, and, like, it was that actually fun. might be, that might actually be my favorite moment from that masters was 12 well what about he, nine he what about his, after he made the green after what was it frankie and uh was tony it tony yeah, it was tony, tony. they both yeah. put it in the water he just hits an eight iron i think over that middle bunker and he goes up and stands on the green while they're taking their drops and hitting the chips that might be my favorite that's like you know no i this is mine now boys. Incredible, <laughs> man, it's such an incredible view on it at cbs too of him he was marking his ball while he's marking at the two guys over their caddies, like trying to figure out their shots over. It's like that's such a baller, like Tiger Woods move. Oh, I love that. And then on eight on 16, he came so goddamn close to a hole. I forgot how close that ball came to yeah. going in the hole. It rolled down that hill and rolled like when it hit the green. I thought it was going in. I was like, if that went in, I was watching it. I'm like, if that went in, that would have been the biggest like moment in golf hit like the play. We all would have lost our goddamn. We lost our goddamn minds anyway because he won. But if he aced the 16th hole coming down the stretch on a Sunday at Augusta, I mean, come on. Yeah, that I don't know if a golf tournament has ever made a better decision than continuously putting that pin on that green every single Sunday. It's just like yeah. any ball can go in. And uh, his putt two on nine was one of the coolest putts ever on that Sunday. He put it way up on top of the green. Yeah. And- Green, that green space, like just straight down, and he had to find. He just I, they show him, and he just paces around the green, looking at it, and they're like, "Yeah, Fowler's like, yeah, oh, he's not going to get this one close." And he like taps it over to his right, so it's barely running along the fringe line, and it goes all the way up to like an inch. I mean, like, there's no way that ball you, you should be able to pull that off, and you knock that in for a par, and you're like, "All right, here we go." Yeah, here yeah. we go. I think you mentioned the his tee shot on eleven went into that like the the path in between the yeah. trees. I think Augusta got rid of that. I think that's gone. Yeah, they've been making. Some I think big- they. I don't know if they moved over the tree line. Well, that might be that might be impossible. But I, they put something there that nothing's I think impossible they, there. They they could that take is trees that is very there. true. They could just import <laughs> fucking fifty year old yeah. trees and stick them there. But I think they got rid of that because I remember an article like six months ago. This was a long time ago. Um, that a guy was doing the whole like Google Earth thing on on Augusta National because that's yeah, always a fun thing. A like account. a month after, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like a month after the Masters to get all that all the changes and stuff. I think I don't know everything that he changed, but in uh, come April, I think the course is going to look a little different at least. They changed that and they moved back the fifteenth uh, team, which will be which will be interesting. 
they moved it back, I think at least 40 yards. So their tee shots now, though, they have like two, 215 in from the top of that hill. Like they're going to be back a little bit further, and that's going to even their their approach shots into that green are going to be that much more difficult. I always kind of like that that tee shot where it is though, because if you drive it down the left hand side, you're fucked. Yeah, trees get you. Yeah, that was another awesome. Unless you're like Bubba Watson, but I mean, like if you drive it down the left on that fairway, you you're done. You got to lay up. That's another awesome moment from that from that Masters on Sunday. Tiger had to wait for a second shot for a while while they finished up on the green. And like everything, like they show the they show the view from behind. You know, it's just Tiger standing there. It's his back. You see everything down there. You see all the people around. And he steps up and hits a shot. I remember watching, being so nervous. And he hits a shot, and he immediately is like down, down. And I'm watching. I'm like, oh god, it's gonna go long. It's gonna yeah, go in the water. Yeah. Oh shit, this is gonna be the end of it. And all of a sudden, it just lands on the green, like 20 feet right. You're like, all right, here we go. <laughs> There's, there's so many shots down the stretch of the Augusta National where you're just like, oh, just put it in the fucking middle of the green. Don't do anything. I mean, you yeah. saw it with Hideki at um, 15 in, uh, in April. Yep. Anything long in that green, if it gets a wrong bounce, it's just in that water. Scoots right past there and just like it just shoots down into that water. And have, you been to, have you been to Augusta? No. I went there once with my dad. Hopefully, Tim and Todd, if you're listening, send me and Andy to the We'd like Masters. To go down. We would like yeah, to be to- at Augusta National in April. Thank you. I went to a practice around there. It was, it's just like, it's everything you want it to be. Yeah. Yeah. I have very high expectations. I think they're going to blow it out of the water regardless. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. If so, if, you, if you're out there and you want to spend five and a half hours watching the greatest video on YouTube, Tiger Woods, <laughs> it, might be, it might be worth it. <laughs> just have it on the background. Well, I've tweeted if you want. Who gives a shit? Twitter. Yeah. Who cares? Let's go. Yeah. It's not that serious. But I think for the PNC this week, I think those are going to be my two teams, Tiger and Charlie. And then I'm going to be rooting for Nels and um, her dad. Uh, I think it's pronounced Peter, but it's only P-E-T-R. There's nothing yeah. else. But I think, aren't they from, uh, where are they from? Their dad's from somewhere. Whatever, it doesn't matter. But those are my those are my two squads. Yeah, uh, I'll go with Tiger too. And um I think this is one of those kind of like those boring ass tournaments where Matt Kuchar just wins it and everyone's like, oh, whatever. or like someone yeah. cr- or like Marco Mira wins or some bullshit. And you're just like, whatever David Duval wins. Who cares? Yeah. Matt Kuchar will win. Oh, shucks. Well, this is oh, great yeah. 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 Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks to Skechers out there for keeping my Thank feet. you very much. Oh God. But if uh, you're betting on the father son golf tournament, you got, you got issues. Hey, I'm betting a lot of money. Like if odds come up and I can bet on tiger, I'm going to bet on tiger. Yeah. But I have issues, so I guess. <laughs> <laughs> don't we all? Yeah. Uh, any last words before we get out of here uh, for the week? And then next week we got to talk about the PNC, and mm-hmm. then um, I don't know. Yeah. Christmas. What did the, have you seen the viral video of the guy playing golf at Cyprus yesterday? Yeah, and seventy mile an hour winds. What a fucking yeah. video that is! But you have to. Yeah, that's oh, what I told my friends. No rain checks at Cyprus. If you get on Cyprus and then you can't after that, I'm playing in that shit too. I'll shoot 200. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was so like that's why my friends were like, would you keep playing? Like Cyprus is really hard to get yes. on to. So if I'm out there, I'm just fighting through it and you know, being cold and wet as hell. Yeah. Cyprus is sick. I don't think Cyprus gets enough credit. No. Before we get out of here, Cyprus doesn't get enough credit for being like easily. I think. The only course in America that I'd play before Cyprus is Augusta. Yeah. I think. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's an incredible, 
land piece of land. And when you're out there, like in the Pebble Beach area, it's like, God, you're, just, you're driving around that 17 mile street and you're just seeing all these like plush fairways. And you're like, Ooh, what's that place? Like that's Cypress. Like, Oh man, I like to play there. Ooh, look at Pebble. It's just yeah, like, yeah. You just sit there like a dog looking out your window. Like, Ooh, what's that? What's that fairway? Where's that going to? You're like, God damn. It's so nice out there. <laughs> oh shit. All right, folks, that's it for us this week. We will talk Let's to you guys Tiger. next week. Let's go Tiger. Let's go Charlie. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next week, PNC, and then whatever we want to talk about because there's nothing to talk about after that. More golf tips coming at you. Yeah, golf instruction. See you guys. Golf. Oh.